Welcome to I Am Ethos, a podcast about self-discovery, inspiration, and uplifting real-life stories from extraordinary people. Each week, we deliver the best inspirational stories and tips on how you can live an extraordinary life. Now here's your host, Joe Willow-Rose. Death and Rebirth. This is the essence of Joseph Campbell's The Hero's Journey, where an individual person, a hero, embarks on an experience of the death of their old beliefs, the death of old values, the death of their old self. You can think of shadow work then as one who is going through a hero's journey death, and rebirth. Shadow work is when we try to suppress that aspect of ourselves that we don't want to look at, an aspect of ourselves we don't want to acknowledge. Either it's too painful, too intimidating, or too much to deal with. On the Shadow Part 1 podcast, I mentioned that it is very important to deal with that aspect of yourself to help release you from this prison-like way of being. Like anything, if you want to succeed in something, you have to work at it. Whether that is going through school, graduating from high school or college, or other professions that you embark on, you work on it. You spend time learning, gaining all the tools and resources that education needed for you to elevate, for you to succeed and to get to the next level. It's the same with shadow work. There comes a time in our lives when we must face that in order for us to live a fulfilling life. The process is very painful. I'm not going to lie. It's not pretty. In fact, it could be downright ugly. But it is necessary. It is necessary because I believe that each and every one of us can live a fulfilling life. Each one of us can live happier lives. Each one of us deserve to become the full potential of our being. But in order to do that, we have to look at the other side of ourselves that other side of ourselves we don't want to face up to or experience, but it is necessary. One day I woke up and said to myself, this is the day. This is the day when I will gather up my courage and strengths to face what I had been avoiding all my life. This is the day. It was when I decided to face all of the ugliness that I've experienced so that I can transmute it into something beautiful. Now, I didn't know what that would be, but that morning, I felt so strongly that I had nothing to lose because everything around me were collapsing. I was miserable. I felt discouraged. I neglected my body, my mind, by not exercising, by not meditating the way I used to. 
I neglected every single thing that I used to do that made me happy. And I couldn't figure out why I no longer did those things. I wasn't sleeping well. It was as if something inside of me just turned off the switch and I couldn't see the light. Before this happened, I was giving nudges by the angels, by God, by a divine force. Nudges to change my life and to turn it around. But I didn't listen. I didn't listen because I didn't want to face it. It was too ugly and frightening to face. Instead, I buried it deep down. Like a lot of people, when we don't acknowledge those things that frighten us, those things that are painful, we bury it. And so that morning, I decided enough was enough. I had to face this unshakable, miserable feeling head on. That morning, I got up, still feeling disoriented, still feeling discouraged, still feeling very angry and painful inside, I decided to get a notebook and pen and just start writing my feelings. I wrote everything. I wrote everything from my childhood pains to my marriage, then divorce, and the negative patterns I was experiencing in my life. I wrote it all. The good, the bad, and the ugly. It took me three days, three whole days to finish and to write all of my pent up feelings, all of those things that were ugly, all of those things that I've avoided. But it was worth it because on those three days, I cried, I yelled, I cussed, I, you name it, I let it all out. And that was the start of my shadow work. Because of that, on that third day, while I released a lot of the pent-up painful feelings, it became transcendental and heartwarming at the same time. Sure, I had to push myself. Sure, there were days in those three days that I wanted to quit and I wanted to forget it, that I wanted to not face up to it anymore. But in the end, I persevered. I hung on, although painful, because quitting was not an option. It was do or die inside. I persevered because I knew that it was time. I knew that it was time in order for me to live a different life. A life I had been wanting and longing for a very long time. And you know, sometimes it is necessary to do something that you don't want to do even though you don't know what the other side of it will look like, what the other side will be for you. All you know is that it has to be done. It had to be done and that's where I was. And so for the first three days, I experienced my dark night of the soul. Those three days were the most painful shadow work I've ever done in my life. And I've done the many versions of it over the years. But this is, this was the big kahuna. This was the big deal. For me, it was. It was bigger than anything I've ever experienced in my life. Shadow work is something one must do in order to transmute it to something even better. 
even though you don't know what the better is. Usually you experience the dark night of the soul when things start collapsing all over you. That is usually when the shadow work is eminent. Working on your shadow self is necessary because you can't avoid it. It will continue to come up over and over until you acknowledge it. But even before this hits you, even before things starts to collapse, you will get nudges from the divine. You will get this knowing that it's time to start being honest with yourself. For instance, it happens when you lose your job, when you get a divorce, when a tragic thing happens with your family, or when this or that. It is a perfect time for you to look at what is happening in your life and to dig deep and to say to yourself, okay, let's get real. What is really happening and what do I need to do? Why am I feeling this way? Why is it that the same patterns that I dread and want to acknowledge keeps happening and I can't seem to shake it off? Why is it that I can't get along with certain people? Why is it that I can't hold a job? Why can't I stop self-sabotaging myself? This is when you must stop and turn around and look at your shadow self for what it is Look at yourself in the mirror and say, I'm going to be honest. Now it's time for me to be honest with myself and to look at all those unfortunate things that have happened in my, your life and look at all those things that you were feeling angry about and say to yourself, enough is enough. I would suggest you stop what you are doing if this happens, close your eyes, call, ask, and intend for your higher power, your divine force, to help you address, to heal, and to help transmute your pain. Ask and intend to be shown the way. In my case, it was getting a notebook and pen writing all of my feelings down on paper. Some people, they go for a run and ideas just come to them on how to address it. Some people will close their eyes and meditate and they get answers when they do. You ask yourself, so how does that work? You see, when you are in a meditative state you lose yourself in the unknown realm of your mind. You are in essence in the theta state. This is when you don't think or feel your body. All the chatter is gone from your mind. You feel nothing. You are in a state of void, in a state of oblivion. Some call this the fourth dimension. The fourth dimension is the bridge between the third dimension of our existence to the fifth dimension. The fifth dimension, according to Swedish physicist Oscar Klein, is a dimension unseen by humans where the forces of gravity and electromagnetism unite. It is when space-time becomes twisted or bent. 
It is when we feel the dimension of love while living totally from the heart. Where fear, anger, and guilt no longer exist. This is the unknown state. And so once you are on this state and you practice this over and over, your shadow self can then transcend into a beautiful state of mind, into your beautiful conscious mind. It will take time to do this because working on your shadow self will not be easy. In fact, it may be painful because you are dredging up all of the pain, all of the anger, and all of the hurt you've experienced in your life. But when you are ready to face all of the darkness, you will be able to stop running. You will begin to turn around and acknowledge the lingering pain once and for all. Just like I did, you will begin to open up wide and let all the good, the bad, the ugly out of your mind. That is when you begin to prepare, to plan your next steps. You'll be able to acknowledge what the next steps will be for you because then the clarity comes in. You will begin to transcend it into something much lighter, more beautiful. You will begin to see synchronicities. You will see a lot of ideas and experiences that you never even thought about. In my case, that was exactly what happened. After cocooning myself for three days, I began to see what I wanted to do in my life. Not all of it, but I was able to have glimpses here and there for the next steps on what I want to do. On how I want to live and on how I want to react and act towards people I communicated with. Towards people I interacted with. For instance, there was a time when my daughter said something to me that triggered an angry response. Instead of responding angrily at her, I found myself not reacting immediately. It was as if something in me said to stop. I stared at my daughter for a while without responding. I remember the look on her face, surprised that I didn't respond back with an angry voice wondering probably why I just stood there silent. When I spoke after a long pause, I just said to my daughter, okay, I'm going now. I didn't appreciate her sassiness, but I was willing to let it go. So instead of getting mad at what she said to me, instead of responding in a negative way, I paused, kept quiet, gained my composure, and quietly let it go. For anyone that knows me, they would be baffled on what transpired. I was not one to allow my kids to talk to me in a mean way, so that immediate response for me was very new. Not only did that reaction surprise my daughter, but it surprised me as well. And that's when I knew that I was capable of not sweating the small stuff that I was capable to respond positively from a negative situation. 
Acknowledgement is the key. That is the first step. When you acknowledge that something is wrong and you are ready to dive deep into it, heal from it, transcend from it, you will begin to see miraculous things happen in your life. Your experience will be a lot different. Your experience as you know it will transcend into something you may or may not recognize and your life will transform into something you've always wanted it to be. Another aspect of shadow work is that you will be tested over and over until that shadow aspect of yourself is no longer dictating your life. This is when our ego mind comes in. This ego will say and ask if you really want to change, if you really want to lose weight, if you really want to do this or that. Our ego mind will say, I will do that tomorrow. I don't need to do that right now. Or I will deal with this situation later. You see, the egoic mind wants to stay in status quo. They don't want to rock the boat. However, if you want to change your life, you need to change the way you think or the way you act. Otherwise, your life will stay the same. Dr. Wayne Dyer, whom I admire deeply, stated that if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. It's very important then to not only acknowledge your pain, which is the first step, but also to take time to sit with it. Take some time to feel it. In my case, there was one pattern that I couldn't shake off about me and about how I interacted with certain people. And just the thought of those people triggered me in a way that made me cringe. That was a pattern I had to acknowledge. It took some time to deal with it, but I dealt with it. And in a way, I'm still working on it because even though you dedicated time to work on your shadow self, it doesn't mean that it stops there. Because once again, you're going to be tested over and over again to see if you continue to be triggered by it. Or if you've come to a point where you are able to transcend it into something beautiful or positive and become non-reactive. And so if you take the time, really take the time to commit, to acknowledge it, to work on your shadow self, over time your life will change for the better. It can be done. It's just a matter if you're willing to do it. You're willing to commit to it. Beautiful things will start happening for you. Things that you haven't realized were possible. Situations, people, circumstances, and events you haven't even thought about will start to appear because now you're in that frequency that vibration of something different, of something lighter. You see, I believe that everything is energy. When you vibrate from a different energy, from a different wavelength, what you attract will transform you because you're no longer hanging on 
to the baggage that you have accumulated for so long. But you can't do that if you don't break down that thick wall you created for yourself. But by working on your shadow self, you will break that down. And your frequency and your vibration will change because you don't have to put up with that wall anymore. When you're able to change your energy level, your frequency or vibration level, then you can attract what you really want. It would be easier to do that. In order for us to vibrate in a much higher frequency, you must maintain it. It's like if you want to have your car to last a long time, you would want to maintain it by changing the oil or have it checked by a mechanic every 6 to 12 months to make sure that everything is working properly. And the same goes with our energy, your body, your mind, and your spirit. And how you do that is to tune in with yourself. The best and most effective way that I know of is to meditate. When you are in a meditative state, you are effectively letting go of unwanted energies. You may not see it, but you will feel it because you will start to feel good. When you meditate, you get into an alpha, theta, and delta states. That is when your energy is cleansed because the vibration, the frequency changes into something lighter and brighter. And so I do recommend meditation and it doesn't have to be a long time. It could be five minutes, it could be 10 or 15. The other benefit of meditation is I noticed from my experience is that I no longer react to anything right away, especially during unpleasant circumstances. Before I started meditating, for instance, people knew me as a highly reactive person you know, someone who is ADHD or OCD. Once meditation became a constant in my life, I became much more tolerant, much more patient, and not overly reactive. And this wasn't me. I've spoken to hundreds of people and clients, colleagues, strangers even, who told me the same thing. Another way this could help you is when you notice that judgment of yourself and others have lessened or gone away. I notice how lighter I feel when I'm around people now, and that's essentially what it does when you lessen or eliminate judging others. And so what happens next? Love comes in. Love goes out freely, in and out, and effortlessly, most of the time. And so there are a lot of benefits when you work on your shadow self, a lot of benefits from acknowledging it, healing from it, and transcending it to a much bigger and better version of yourself. Another way I spoke about earlier is journaling. Journaling your thoughts, your pain, your anger, your guilt, your disharmony in life, 
can effectively release it, thereby transforming your life into love, harmony, happiness, and joy. If you want to learn more about shadow work and your shadow self, I recommend you read Debbie Ford's book on shadow work called The Secret of the Shadow, The Power of Owning Your Whole Story. I learned a lot from this book. You can also go to YouTube for her videos. Debbie Ford. Her book on shadow work is, I believe, an exceptional read. It gives you the tools, lays out steps to take, and it provides other resource, resources you can look into. If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. I wish you many blessings and love. Thanks for joining us this week on I Am Ethos. Be sure to tune in next week for our next exciting episode.